And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against networkers who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM. We don't care about the industry. And we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're having an awesome day. It is um, getting close to the evening here, and the uh, sun is starting to set, and it's really, really beautiful. And um, yeah, just enjoying the day. It's been uh, it's been a pretty pretty packed business day, actually. I've had a whew, just a lot of stuff a lot of stuff going on, um, but it's getting getting close to eating some dinner and um, and uh, spending time with the little guy. Although I did spend <laughs> some time with him throughout the day, so uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. And he just got his second bath today so i uh ashley and her mom really did it all i just kind of came over and and watched him for a little bit and then took some videos and stuff as he peed on the side of the on the side of the kitty tub <laughs> oh that's great like father like son right you know i just pee, I pee in the bathtub all the time um so that was fun but i uh, wanted to just uh do it do a uh do a short episode here and talking about um talking about something that I've put my heart and soul into and that I have sometimes told people about, sometimes not. And I was just, the reason I'm thinking about this, because I just did some videos um, a second ago for, um, from some new, some new ads that were, that were going to be running. And one of them was supposed to be like, you know, my, basically my ads manager essentially told me like, Hey, I need, I need like kind of just like a heart to heart like video about like why someone should um like apply to or not apply but like to you know go through one of your funnels and like apply to work with you like so it's like a retargeting ad and i was like okay um so i did it and as i'm doing it i'm like remembering i'm remembering what it was like putting this thing together and and um and I'm, I'm referring to our, our Rebels Builders Blueprint, or a.k.a. the MLM Rebels Blueprint. Um, and this is, if you're not familiar what it is, and, and by the way, I'm not like promoting this right now, although I guess by me doing a podcast about it, I kind of am. But um, anyway, the Rebels or the MLM Rebels Blueprint is a 41-page um, document. It's, if you put it on a word processor or you know uh, Google Docs, it would come out to 41 pages. <clears throat> but like on the internet... It's only seven pages, but you just, you know, the font's big and it's long. So it's a 41-page um, letter. 
And um, it literally is like exactly, it's like my story, right? And then it's um, exactly how we build the business online. Like it's like, I don't think I have an, another asset that explains it better than that. Um, and I, when, I remember when I wrote it. Um, so when I wrote that blueprint, <clears throat> um, I think I started it in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And I finished it in Bali. And I remember, I remember writing it. And what actually happened was we had, we had the first Rebels webinar and we were running it. And it was really, it was really good in some regards. And it was kind of like a Frankenstein and others. Um, so in some regards, like it converted really, really well. Um, it, it sold great. Um, you know, it was a, it was a great performing uh, webinar and it, it served people well, but they had some, it had some kind of like birth defects <laughs> that it never could grow out of essentially. And I'll, maybe I'll do a podcast about that another time. Um, and so that was going on in the background. And then the second thing that was going on is that I had hired a, basically a sales team um, to come in and close for uh, coaching clients, like high level, high ticket coaching clients, like the 20, 25 grand a year coaching clients. And um, I basically, you know, we'd done a contract together and, and they had like a huge list of my previous customers that they could be then call on. Well, something happened. I don't remember exactly what happened, but essentially like they, they didn't get a whole lot out of it. Like, I, like they had this huge list to call from it. And I think the list was old or maybe they had something they're wrong on their end, but something happened where they didn't get a whole lot of customers out of that, like out of that deal. Um, they got a few, but like I, I kind of felt really bad. And, and knowing what I know now, I realized like I had no, I, I did not need to feel bad about, you know, <laughs> um, about that particular situation. Um, but at the time, I was like, man, I, I you know, hired these guys, and like I'm not providing them, you know, X Y Z, even though I was providing them tons of other stuff. That's why I shouldn't felt bad. But um, I'm not providing them, you know, this one little thing. And so basically, what happened is I was like, okay you know, the, the webinar is kind of having this Frankenstein birth defect thing. And, um, and, uh, um, what was I talking about? <laughs> uh, webinars having the Frankenstein birth defect thing. Oh yeah. And the sales team is not really getting, you know, um, like the lead flow in this one regard that I originally thought they would get. So, well, how about, I just, I just, I just, I just make up a new thing. And so I, uh, that's where the blueprint first came from. It actually came from a place of frustration and a bit of anger. And so one of the birth defects of that particular webinar, the very first webinar, was that it was honestly too done for you. Um, and it, I, I got really high quality people from it in some, some regards. But even with how high quality some of them were, some of them were just, they were like they're almost like welfare mentality and it wasn't necessarily their fault. It was because of the way that I positioned the offer and what I told them that they would get. And honestly, like looking back, what I gave them in that first system was like something that I would charge multiple five figures for now. And, and since they didn't pay multiple five figures, they paid like thousand dollars or a little over that. Like that was, it, it, it was this huge break in like mental congruency. And so I kind of created a, a bit of a uh, team, not a, not, a, not a huge team, but I had a, a section of a team that was kind of like a little problematic, to be quite honest with you. And I didn't really enjoy working with them. Um, it wasn't a, like, you know, you know, it wasn't like a huge sale amount. It was like a you know, thousand bucks, a little over a thousand bucks. 
And so I was honestly pretty frustrated in that regard with that particular webinar, just the one I'm talking about. And so I'm kind of going into this with like some frustration. And I think one of the biggest pieces of frustration I had was that the people on the team that I was recruiting with that particular webinar, they were not focused on the skills that I had developed over at that point, like eight or nine years. They are not focused, they're not focusing on those skills. They're focusing on magic bullets. They're focusing on the webinar to give them salvation or the you know, that kind of thing rather than their skills with marketing. So they were focusing on like, just, you know, just glory fixes, right? The, I mean, you know how it is. People constantly looking for shiny, shiny objects. They have shiny object, object syndrome and look for quick fixes and stuff like that rather than looking on the inside and realizing that they need to develop the skills in order to do the thing. And so when I wrote this blueprint, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just like, like I've always wanted to communicate that like, hey, it's your skills that will give you the results. But it, I, I don't think I, or I know I wasn't in that one webinar I'm talking about. And so when I wrote the blueprint, I was like, I'm going to just be so gnarly. Like I'm going to tell people exactly what I went through and I'm going to tell them exactly what they got to do to make this happen, right? And just like I'm going to let them know from the very beginning, if you don't have the grit to push through the tough stuff, don't even read a freaking word of this blueprint. It's worthless. And and I, I literally wrote words basically like that and like seething in Kuala Lumpur. I remember writing it and then I remember – um, I remember literally saying, sitting at a Starbucks in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. I can remember starting the blueprint. And then I remember we flew back to Bali. I remember finishing the blueprint at a co-working space in Bali over the course of a few weeks, day and night working on this thing. And, um, and then, <laughs> while we're doing the surf lessons. And um, I remember just like, I was like, I'm going to be so real with these people. I'm going to be so like just unfiltered and tell them exactly what I'm doing to get results, right? And... Um, and, and you know what, that blueprint is, um, is like, I've gotten more praise from people saying that it's helped them than anything else we've done. And, um, you know, it, future versions of that webinar, by the way, turned out they, 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 they did, I, they had a lot, uh, a lot more of what I, what, what it should have had in there. Um, but it took, it took me multiple renditions of that. Um, but that blueprint literally has my heart and soul in it. And I think that that's what we should all do in our content. And I think the, it's funny, right? The older you get, the more you learn and the more you realize that you focused on things that you shouldn't have and all these things. And, um, you know, I remember hearing years ago on podcasts that, um, the entrepreneurial journey is like the first thing you just want to pay your bills, right? You're just trying to, just trying to cover what you'd make at your job and then quit your job. And then you're just trying to make a little bit more and hit some basic level financial goals. And, and we still have plenty of financial goals for sure. Don't get me wrong. But I've had a tr- transition from just wanting to hit my financial goals to really deeply caring about the results of the people that we serve. And I've always cared a lot about serving people. And in fact, I think I've told the story, but in the very beginning of my business, the first six years, I, um, I, I cared almost too much. I had, I had an incorrect perspective. I cared so much that I literally forgot to get results for myself. And then I think I've made a really hard shift and I, I cared only about me. And then I've started to, and then I started to kind of like smooth out and like kind of get a bit of both. And then now I feel like I'm, 
I have enough kind of experience in our in in, in industry period in business period to know that you know, we have to take care of our business. Like if there's no cash flow in the business, we go out of business. So we have to take care of us. But the only way we take care of us is one by watching the numbers and making sure that we can acquire customers profitably. But number two, to only do that with with product services, training, coaching, whatever, that is of the highest caliber. And I have, over the past few months, I've been really praying for this. It's, maybe it's been six months or so, but it's really been the past three. My lens has been shifting into, into just taking a really strong look at everything that we do. And we're like, okay, where, like, what are we doing that's not up to my new standard? Like, what are we doing that's not up to like what I consider snuff? Like, what's up? What's not up to snuff here? And, and I, it's, it's given me a lot of, I think, like excitement to serve even more. Um, and because, you know, I, I I'm not going to name names by any stretch of the imagination, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there who are in the self-help you know, or business help space. And, you know, I've paid for a lot of their courses. And, you know, I little I can think of one right now, I'm not going to even let you know anything, you won't be able to figure it out. But I paid, you know, four grand one uh, for this course. And, you know, honestly, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a turd nugget. Um, it's, it's extremely vague. Um, and it's just, it's just not good. Now, you know, I'm not the person to go for the refund thing. Um, they, you know, they, I, I purchased it and, uh, and I'm not, you know, I didn't nothing. That's where it ended. Right. I just making my own judgments afterwards, but I don't want someone to have that mental experience with us. Like I want them to number one, get the result, but number two, feel so good during the process that, that they want to stay, um, forever. Right. And so, I know in some areas of business, we are like just amazing killer, right? We're so, so good at providing an amazing experience. And in other areas, you know, it's, it's a really, it's a good experience, but I, I know there's area, of, there's, there's, there's area for improvement. I can see it. And I like, it, like, I like just want to do nothing but fix it. And, um, and that kind of thing. So anyway, I just wanted to just kind of share a little bit, um, just, yeah, putting your heart and soul into your craft. Um, so I'm sure you are, but if you're not, do it. You know, when you're creating a piece of content, when you're creating a lead magnet, when you're creating an offer, a webinar, anything, put your heart and soul into it. I think the reason that the blueprint um, is our most kind of loved piece of content, and honestly, it it generates um, just incredible uh, everything for us. You know, create creates fans. Um, people tell us how much it helped them. Um, we get great applications from that blueprint. Um, and I think it's because I didn't hold any punches. I poured my heart and soul into it, but I also mixed it with the skill of knowing how to write copy. So anyway, um, if this helped you, do me a favor, leave a five-star rating and review down below. That would be fantastic. And with that, I hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you soon.